Well, hello everyone and welcome to Gigi in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Welcome to my podcast. Mm, just a little bit to talk about today. One at one end of the of the spectrum and the other at the rock bottom. As far as taste and class. <laughs> First, let's talk about the Regency Act of 1937 being invoked for the opening of Parliament in the UK. Prince Charles took the place of Queen Elizabeth because she's having uh, sporadic mobility issues. There is concern about the Queen because she is frail and people wonder if the palace is being honest about her condition. Anyway, bottom line here, Charles opened, Prince Charles, <laughs> the ever-waiting king, opened um, Parliament. Now, it, the Queen has missed, you know, what a hard-working Queen she is. She's actually missed opening Parliament before. It's not unusual. Once when she was having Princess Anne and one when she was having Prince Edward. Two times. Well, that's all they noted anyway, two times that she had missed opening Parliament. The Regency Act allows someone designated by the monarch to step in just for a certain thing, such as opening Parliament. And then that's it. It's over. It's not an open-ended thing where Charles can now open Parliament. And during his speech, the Queen's speech that she reads is written by the government, but delivered by her every year, every opening of Parliament. And in delivering it, he referred to Her Majesty's government, whereas she would be she would be saying my government. Now, here's something interesting, I think. Charles sat on the throne. Now, he really didn't have to do that, and people thought he wouldn't, but he did. And to me, a really kind of sad piece of that, her crown was on a pillow, a velvety pillow, on a small table to his right. Now, that's also not unusual. Queen Victoria frequently missed the opening of Parliament and sent the crown on a pillow in her place. But today, looking at that photo of Charles sitting regally um, on the throne, William on his right, uh, not on the the dais that that Charles was on. He was down just on the regular floor in a more regular chair than the throne, still very fancy pants. And Camilla was seated on the floor um, level on Charles's left. Now, Camilla did not have to wear black, in my opinion. I think given the state of the queen and everything, she, she should have brightened it up a bit. William was in a day suit. Um, everyone looking very somber, very serious. But I think the whole the whole monarchy is in a very strange place right now. It just came out, I don't know if you saw it, that William and, and Kate have decided to ditch their royal titles pretty much and kind of ask people not to bow and curtsy in public. Now, they keep using the word in public. So I'm thinking if you're in private, you better bow your ass to them. But they want to be more normal. They want to be regulars. Does it sound familiar? (laughs) Because it's exactly what 
Harry, his younger brother, and Meghan did. They have ditched a lot of what Harry grew up with for a more real style life. So I just think it's funny how it's it's now being called the royal the monarch is changing and it's going to now be done the Cambridge way. Gosh, golly, gee, you know I thought that Harry sort of started that ball rolling, but uh, you know what do I know? Someone stepping in to take credit for hey I had this great idea. Let's just be regular. Oh, behind the curtain, forget that Harry and Meghan did it first. Mm, I think it's very vapid. Now I want to talk something at the other end, not so regal. Really, really. Now, I love to swim. And we have had ingrown pools um, twice in our in our residences, uh, single-family dwellings, where you had total control over the pool. You, had, you knew exactly the chemical balances and, and everything about the pool. You knew who was going in. You knew trust, not trust. Story came out, a person on TikTok was... Um, cautioning vacationers to please don't swim in the swim up bar pools at hotels and when you're on vacation. A study came out by the CDC that out of over 3,000 people surveyed over 40%, over 40% admitted to peeing in the pool. Now what that makes me think is how many lied what they say is people swim, do the swim up, they sit there and they drink a lot and they pee in the pool. And, and some collegiate swimmers were interviewed and they're like, we don't see any problem with that because we, we pee in the pool every day. Yeah, there are chemicals in these pools, yes. But do they take care of all the stuff going into these pools? Is it enough? So... When we travel, when we go on vacation, we're on a cruise ship by these gorgeous pools. I suit up in my swimsuit and I sit beside the pool. I may sit on the side of the pool, dip my feet in. There is a, a cruise ship that I did enjoy a pool on because it was completely unused. It was in a spa uh not really, not really the spa. It was in this area, a very secluded area of the cruise ship, and people were not using it. So, I, and it was lovely. It was enclosed. It was a dome over. It was fantastic. But so now I, I already avoid. I have avoided going into to, to pools. That I really question why people. Why why are you drinking all that stuff and you never get up and go to the restroom? Why? How are you doing that? Well, I think we all know why. So the people that are admitting to peeing in the pool, freely admitting it, seeing no problem with it, there has to be more that don't admit it, right? I mean, maybe I'm wrong about that, but I was just having this conversation with Gary the other day about about the, about the pool swimming and why I have stopped doing it years ago, uh, about eight years ago, and prefer to when we travel, when we're here at the condo, we rarely go to the pool. There is a pool here, but we we rarely go there for a multitude of reasons. But um, I, I read that today, and I went, yeah, see, mm-hmm, this, this is it exactly. But people, when you travel, really avoid the swim-up 
pools where bar pools where you swim up to the bar sit on there for god knows how long drinking however much and never leaving to go to the restroom so that's food for thought right so i told you i was at both ends of the spectrum i mean from royalty to not thank you for being here today i appreciate it please check out northpalmbeachlife.com where our website has all kinds of stuff YouTube channel by the same name, northpalmbeachlife.com. These podcasts are always there, as well as iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, and many other platforms. Don't forget to look for my books. People are buying them. I I thank you for that. Pamela Barker, you can find me there on Amazon. They're just fun reads. Don't expect anything worth cha- world-changing because it's not. If you just want to read fun characters, fun, fluff, just fun stuff, fun characters, uh, with a little bit of... of twist and turns and a little bit of serious thrown in just tried to build a good story but fun characters go there buy them and then let me know what you think if you have trouble let me know you can find gary writing like a, a, a maniac for all things cruise he does write for them it's a lot of travel writing not just about cruises necessarily g-e-r-r-y type him in you can find him there mostly we appreciate you all across the board and everything So thanks for being here at GT in the 561. I'm Pam Barker. Stay with me.